has a much deeper meaning to me. RED is an acronym for Remember Everyone Deployed. It's a powerful reminder of our brave men and women who are overseas serving our country. This simple act of wearing red is more than just a fashion statement to me. It's a symbol of solidarity and support. It's a silent yet impactful way to show our troops that they are in our thoughts and our hearts, no matter the distance. So join me in this meaningful tradition and let's keep our heroes in our minds and close to our hearts. The fact that uh, our patriotism in America is dwindling, I really wanted to start the American AF movement. Freedom is fragile, very fragile. It takes a certain level of intestinal fortitude to stand up and say and do the right thing to preserve the freedoms that so many have paid a large price for. American tactical. American as f Why do you do it, man? Why? You're some kind of war junkie? I won't say a goddamn word. Why? They won't understand. They won't understand why we do it. They won't understand. It's about the men next to you. Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. things veterans we advocate educate liberate communicate congregate fascinate so we can proliferate you haven't seen nothing yet we're trying to make dreams come true Well, they supported us now. It's our turn to support them. The Rebel Experience. Get experience! Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Revel Experience. There's V squared in the house. We got CG, we got Caveman, Mercury, and somewhere back there is the H train. He's he's kind of incognito today. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm behind the controls today. Yeah, so. he's he's like the uh, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he joined us over here. Yeah, so it's kind of well, a refreshing role for him today. He's Kind of taking a taking back a load off, yeah, taking a load off and relaxing, looking at his Twitter account. Oh, well, I'm just making sure that we're uh, 
that we're we're, all we're good and we sound good <clears throat> and all that stuff. You know, man in the TikTok. So yeah, if you got any zingers, send them in the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Today and is the day. To see them. <laughs> so this, I don't know how this is our uh, National Women's History Month. Yes. Yes. I think it isn't that exciting. Day. That's Happy pretty cool, March, yeah. everybody. You know, I'm a firm believer that, uh, every, you know, the old adage of every, behind every great man is a great woman. And I completely concur and affirm that statement. Um, I can personally attest to I've had many great men in my life, but I personally feel the 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 how I was formed, how my personality, how I was 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 by strong women in my life. My mom, my wife, my grandmother, um, they're the ones that I think of. Um, when I think of who taught me how to be a real man. So I know that might be counterintuitive to some guys, but I'm, I'm, you know, there's a reason why women procreate. There's a reason why women uh, are usually the glue that holds the family together. They're the reason why, you know, women are so resilient and powerful. You know, God made it, made them that way. Um, yes, they were formed from man, but, they uh, are a critical component to every man's life. So my hat's off to you, ladies. Uh, I think that uh, obviously we wouldn't be in existence without you, but uh, you make us make this a better world. Well, thank you. <laughs> For all the women out there, I'll say yeah. thank you. <laughs> well said, V. Well yep. said. Very well said. And uh, I was just going to tell you guys, so we're giving away. It, I think we're going to post a post. Uh, to either today or tomorrow. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Or does it sound yeah, like um, or does it sound like I'm I'm echoing? Okay. That sounds um, a little better. Yeah, yeah. So we have like a women's backpack cool. and we're gonna put like pins. Uh, I almost I almost stole that until uh, you said it was a camera. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to show it on the camera? Like cross, cross Hide everything like from V because he'll he'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pretty really cool. Nice. It's like a crossbody. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, our good friends at Operation Good Boy, you know, they uh, sent that to us. And Very we'll nice. be putting uh, pens nice. and yeah, pencils really nice. and calendar and planners. Some paper products. Your, uh, yeah. Military, if you had one of those. Oh, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Got a little the Velcro there the for Velcro. the patch. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we're, we'll, be, uh, we'll be giving that away. Also, um, other news as well. NBR Jack Jack Ryan, he's been really doing a really good job at revamping the website. So now, if a veteran goes on the website, they ask a bunch of like different questions, and it will slot you to the right path where you're wanting. And you know, I sent you a couple of emails. You know, the podcasts that were like right there on the fence uh, being being good enough to be aired. And then I sent CG some woman veteran podcast because, you know, I, I think I think a woman's perspective and a woman, you know, doing the podcast, I think she has a lot of things that she can share and spotlight for the women that's coming on board. So that's yeah, CG's the, uh, a mover and shaker, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, she is. She is. You know, in fact, talking about moving and shaking, CG, 
you know, you went somewhere this Wednesday for yeah. uh, Warrior Voices. Warrior Voices, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, they you actually posted. Um, I've been looking into getting into voiceovers for a while because of the Colorado Media School. And her sexy voice. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to sell uh, whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> so I got you. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. I will give the 900 number away. Yeah. No, just <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I actually looked into another school and it was going to be quite a bit of money. Uh, I was going to look into voc vo vocational help yeah, from, yeah. for, um, you know, to see if we could do it. And also my significant other, he wants to do it as well. So, that was like a big money thing. And then Joel posted the warrior voices in Colorado Springs and they're looking for talent. They want to train for free as a veteran. And I, it was a, it was a zoom meeting that it was about an hour and a half, but it was very motivating, very exciting. Uh, I just can't wait to get started with them. I just, we just, if you, I mean, obviously you can contact the radio station if you want more information or warrior voices themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think the prerequisite to get on is just uh, sending them over your DD-214. And they only have one woman voice voice actor right now. So I'm hoping to... Not, no, I'm knocking on their door. Right? Like, Come on, let me in. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really weird in this industry. Um, if, you're a, if you're a woman veteran, it's much easier for you to you know, get in a slot rather than a guy getting in a slot just because there's not very many women that do podcasts or that broadcasts, you know. Mm -hmm. This isn't sports. This is just regular thing. and It's just limited. And already here in Colorado, I, I think there's a limited amount of women veterans that actually are active and that are actually doing stuff just because. Yeah, I was going to say it, it definitely uh... – runs the gambit because um you know like i do a lot of veterans camps and there's by and large uh, uh, the large portion proportion of them is men yeah. yeah you know and as a matter of fact um i know that some of the nonprofits that i've dealt with have actually started just female only camps right because of that uh you know they they they, they realize that some women just don't feel comfortable around right. a bunch of men and i can't hardly blame them you know who wants to uh, as, as a marine I got over that real quick. Being okay. a Marine. <laughs> there was five women and 350 people in our squadron. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, we do definitely need to reach out to our female veterans and uh, get them more involved and get them tuned, you know. Yeah. I like that Joel sent me an email about somebody that <coughs> she has a really good idea for a podcast with the uh, military love stories. Yeah, I that, saw that. I really like that idea. I saw that. That's yeah. that's you know, that's the reason it, yeah. why I said that because I'm yeah, like, yeah, so we we'll have know. to get a hold of her. And the thing about it is, like, you know, I'm 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 doing all the you know the teaching and like the boarding and stuff. And you know, I was talking to Jack Tuesday, and he's like, "Why don't you delegate or not delegate? That's not a real good word, but why don't you introduce these?" DJs upcoming to DJs to shows that are already active so that, you know, they can kind of mentor them and, you know, give them some different 
tips and suggestions on on what to do and i'm like okay all right so then i started to send and you know stuff and it's it's funny because i talked to a veteran yesterday and evidently it's a vintage baseball evidently they had a league in here in colorado and they do a bunch of like traveling he doesn't do it anymore, but he was telling me about that. And I'm like, you know what? My sports team, I bet, would really love to interview you just to see how times have changed, mm -hmm. you know? Especially, mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's seen that movie, A League of the Round. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Exactly, yeah. you know? So uh, it's, it's going to be yeah, interesting. It's going to be interesting. And, you know, out of all the emails that we've got, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. We're still getting 15 to 20 emails an hour every oh, wow. single day. I'll just so you know. So Joel doesn't really sleep. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. He knows that. Yeah. yeah. He's got a cot in his, in his, uh, <laughs> he does actually, in his, in his, uh, Tahoe that he's, you know, uses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know me you know me you know me very well yeah. but other than that that's uh that's the new stuff that's uh going on if you're just now tuning in you're listening to the revel experience we'll be having the the golf for the disabled on today yes great program great program uh if you're a golf junkie like me um uh, or you're or you're just someone that's interested in learning how to play golf they uh, have instructional um, camps in the spring and the fall, um, and they will uh, give you free instruction on how to play golf. And and uh, you can you know at the practice range on the putting practice green, um, they have a par three. They they do the lessons at the Broken Tee Golf Course in Englewood, and they have a par three as well as an eighteen hole course there. Um, they, they can get you on the par three course for free if you if you're so inclined, um, and then I think they will get you a discount on the eighteen holes if you want. Me and you really need to take a trip over to common or common ground golf course. We do, yeah, and that is technically I, my my neighborhood course. Yeah, I'm like five minutes from there. Because they used to sponsor MBR and their manager left. And, you know, now that things have kind of settled, you know, we're, we're kind of established. We have a foundation. I'm thinking that they might, you know, renew be. That. Renew that endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. You know, even if it's to the fact that, hey, you know what, we'll uh, every Saturday we'll give you guys a opportunity to par three course or something even something as little as that would be beneficial because you know I, I i'm a big firm believer of getting veterans out and doing events and stuff because it gets you talking it gets you talking you know you you you, you form like a family kind of like we we have done here and you just have a as dysfunctional as it may be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because you get you get confidence when you're around people yes. that push you up yeah. instead of pushing you down. And you know, I just think that when it comes to veterans, as long as we can get a mic in their hand and get them talking, I, I think we're going to I, I think we're going to put a big dent in the suicide rate, especially here in we Colorado. We already are, man. We already are yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, you're, you hit the nail on the head because um, 
I know for a fact, and I, I, I can't speak for all veterans, but I'm sure you guys can attest to this, that, you know, we miss the camaraderie of when we serve. Yeah, we miss that cohesiveness that we had when we serve. And especially if you're retired and you're not in the workforce anymore, it's vital that yeah. you have that because, you know, a lot of these veterans are sitting at home. They're just. It's hard know, enough getting out of the military and being a civilian again. Yeah, let exactly. Alone. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, it's time for our first break. Let me tell you that, you know, before we go to break, we want to give a shout out to Internet Radio Network, Sky Blue Radio, Star Radio, Basics Radio. And of course, we were partnered with DV Radio this morning. So whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the what the you're not going to believe what Tom Brady's going through. So whatever you do, stay with us. Don't go away. You're listening to the station that's giving veterans a voice. You're listening to MBR right here on The Rebel Experience.
You know, a lot of people don't understand what the veterans go through and how they feel. All they hear hear about is the PTSD, the flashbacks, and so forth. Yeah. My goal for this book is to help people understand that, yes, when our military comes home, they bring scars with them that remain. And in some of these letters, you can uh, you can see the scars he brought home. Um, when I say scars, I mean the memories, the, the bad memories. Know exactly what you mean when you say scars. So. Um, so I want people to see that when these guys come home, be a little more tolerant of the military men and women that have served and come home. And they... They withdraw from people because of depression, because they're feared of ostraci- being ostracized. Yeah, right. definitely. Our military community. And to reach out. The fact that uh, our patriotism in America is dwindling, I really wanted to start the American AF movement. Freedom is fragile, very fragile. It takes a certain level of intestinal fortitude to stand up and say and do the right thing to preserve the freedoms that so many have paid a large price for. American tactical. American as f***. It's a 5 a.m. hike up the mountain to watch the sun rise. It's saluting the flag in honor of the brave men who died. It's a small piece of land that reaps what you sow. Your child's first breath and then watching them grow. Respecting one another, though you may disagree You don't hold it against them, that's freedom to me Some pray to God, some go their own way We're all raised different, but we're all the same And it doesn't matter if you disagree What's freedom to you, that's freedom to me It's riding a trusty old horse down a dusty dirt road Casting your fly line in a stream that nobody knows It's spending your life with the girl of your dreams And being a grandpa like mine was to me And building a business without a degree Cause you worked your ass off, that's freedom to me Some were raised hunting, some think that's a shame We're all taught different, but we're all the same And it doesn't matter if you disagree What's freedom to you, that's freedom to me There's 50 to choose from, pick one and be free I don't tell you how to live, so don't do that to me 
hurting Some think that's a shame And we're all taught different But we're all the same And it doesn't matter If you disagree What's freedom to you That's freedom to me Some pray to God Some go their own way But we're all raised different But we're all the same And it doesn't matter If you disagree What's freedom to you That's freedom to me What's freedom to you That's freedom to me Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Revel Experience. Welcome. Live in the studio with CG and, and the gang. I, I love how you was looking at me, V-Square, like, okay, tell me when. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's not doing it today. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing the... That's, that's, that's why he has his new name, remember? That's right. That's why he has the uh, new nickname. Well, hey, talking about nicknames, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is the What The Segment. Those are cool tats, man. Oh, for real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the Cobra? I mean, what is this one? Oh, this? Uh-huh. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm-hmm. You have no regrets? Dad? No? Like, not even a single letter? No, no. way. <laughs> not me. I love him. I think he's great. Hey, okay. I think he's a real winner, Casey. If I were you, I wouldn't use protection. What the... All right, so what do we what do we have for the what the segment V? Well, apparently Antonio Brown, who used to live with Tom Brady, is spilling the beans on his ex-wife. <sighs> Taking some cheap shots. Right? You know, that's the worst thing about getting a divorce is no matter what, you have friends that are kind of like on the fence, both your friends and both her friends, and it's almost like you you know you don't want to accept them as a friend because you think they're um like top secret spies or something and i don't know what do you guys think of the whole se- now we already I mean, know antonio brown's been in the news for he's some other stuff he's honestly like nobody's friend he just goes after everyone it doesn't he, make any sense do you think he really just makes knows? enemies that's what ab does seriously what was it? What were you Do you think this about? is really true? Like he really knows this stuff? This is well. Apparently, the rumor of her and the jujitsu trainer had been out for a while, okay. and when it finally got like you know big, he his response was, "Did Antonio Brown already know?" And then with this famous hashtag CTESPN, because he's just completely embraced his his CTE claims from everybody. He's not even trying to dodge it. This is also a 35-year-old man that's posting this on Twitter about somebody else's wife. Right. It's just weird. It is weird. It's extremely it's, childish. In light of the fact that Tom Brady opened his home to him. And yeah. Let him live yeah, with him. And, you know, I mean, come on, guy. Really? That's how you, that's how you, you betray my well, uh, friendship and my generosity by, by 
putting his dirt out there. I mean, Brady kind of saved his NFL career too because he got kicked off the Raiders for causing all those problems in the offseason. And he was a free agent for a while, and Brady, like, stuck his neck vouched for him. Yeah, I mean, because he got, got kicked off the, the Raiders. The Patriots gave him a try for a little bit, and they got kicked off of there, too. So he was a free agent for a while. And Brady was like, brought him into Tampa. And I mean, he really he revitalized his career. He had a great year. The uh, the year they won the Super Bowl, and then they were having another successful season, and he just up and left in the middle of the game. Yeah, that's when he took his pads of off. Game? Really? He yeah, took his yeah. pads off, threw everything on the field. And he just took his pads off. off, and he took off his glove. Can't forget the glove. He was yeah. running off took the field shirtless. Off, much. Like yeah. he, it was just down to his his pants, and he. It sounds like he might be a little. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> it's that yeah. that CTE yeah. that he. Yeah. Hashtags in his own Britney's post. People to come in, take yeah, them over. <laughs> Just <laughs> unfortunate about CTE. You don't find out that people have that uh, brain injury or like a brain injury like that until after they've passed yeah, away, or they've done, or they've done murdered their family or something. Yeah, like okay. you can't it, it, test it out until like after they've already passed. I, yeah, because remember, uh, uh, what was the guy? What was the the, the tight end from uh, Aaron, Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, that's yeah. the one that, that killed in that post. Uh, you know, post mortem exam on him, and they said that he had severe CTE. Yeah, he was, was really bad. Another, that documentary, I watched that documentary. Another so former bad. Patriots player too. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. ironic. I uh, I that man, he was he just was never the same person after he took that one hit. Maybe it's from water. water. That was and the Gatorade. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe it's you know we we know that they deflate footballs <laughs> and stuff. Maybe yeah. maybe they put a, a certain I don't know power pellets in the in the Gatorade and water. Maybe they took uh, Marshall Lynch's idea of Skittles. You know, <laughs> you you heard the story about that, right? I don't think so. No. Really? Okay, so uh, you know it you was mean, only you mean Marshawn Lynch. Well, it, yeah, Marshall Lynch. It was only brought to my attention because I was with a skiing buddy, and you know he was weird, but that's beside the point. But he had like a bag of Skittles, and and he kept putting them down his pants. And I'm like, why do you keep putting a bag of Skittles down his pants? He's like, oh, haven't you heard that interview with Marshall Lynch? His mother gave him a thing of skittles and said that that was his like power pellets and he put it right you know in his underwear and it it, it gave him power to you know drive and he's been doing that ever since like high good school luck charm and i'm like wow okay you know can't make this stuff up kind of thing yeah, mine, but, mine, yeah. mine would mine would end up in the dryer stuck all my <laughs> or, or mine would end up in my stomach because yeah. i eat them because yeah. they're my power pellets but not in my garage and you know and you're so right about that dryer thing you know when i sm- be melted my pockets all be melted together well when i smoked my wife was like you know you've been out of the military for 20 some years and you're still putting your cigarette butts in your pocket it's getting uh. all over the dryer Yep, yep. Yeah. Do you still flick off the. Yep, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's something that's kind of yeah. ingrained in you to where, you know, as long as you smoke, you're 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 always doing that. True. Now I was able to do the you know the one flick finger yeah. thing, but I still cannot. I can't do, I can't do the 
the dipping, you know how they pack oh, it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I still get with I, the know, finger. That yeah, stuff, I don't know. Right, the, the kung fu finger. Yeah, it's like you got to completely let it go. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they do I've that. Tried, but but uh, you know that's that's <laughs> the that's the one thing that uh, Come on, guys. I, I've. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you got yeah. it? You can do it? <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's sad because he has one less finger than all of oh, us that so we can do it. That's a good one. That's right. You're a lefty, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we're. I, I think we're going into that time zone where uh, we – this is the um, – yeah, we're going to go into it. Drop the mic. This is an interesting one, guys. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is just flip out. Okay. The reason why I taught the the reason why I picked this, okay, is you know, I, I, I hope I don't get a lot of hate for it because she's such a little girl, sweet little girl. And I think she was just caught in a and maybe she was having an off night. I don't know. Well, she's nervous, obviously. I mean, yeah, that'd be nerve wracking. But let's let's quit lying to our kids, you know, and instead of telling them that they can be anything that they want to can we kind of like normalize it you know give them yeah, goals that with, they can actually within reason yeah yeah <laughs> because towards. this was this was really bad i mean you know you've heard of roseanne Barr when she did the national anthem check this out everybody stripes and bright stars Understand yeah, it. the words. She's just trying to enunciate the words. Uh, it didn't sound that bad. So, yeah. with yeah. this, just, how I like her dress. She went over the, yeah, yeah, yeah dress. Great dress. Over, yeah. over the top a little bit. You can't get on nice it too hard. Nice little out, outlet. Well, what I was going to say is for the next 30 seconds, I was going to say we all need to come up with a pun. Like, uh, like, Tell me that you didn't lie on your resume without telling me that you didn't lie on your resume. She should have dropped the mic. Uh, there, there you go. She should have done. She should have dropped the mic. Came out there, dropped the mic, went home. I, I still think the defense in the All-Star game on that court was the bigger abomination. Than that. All right. She, CG, what look, you she, got? She wasn't as bad oh, as giving man, up 200 points. I, um, no, I'm, I'm passed. I'll think of something. <laughs> I'm way better not on the spot. Either that or pass, or she knows something. Yeah, these guys are gonna I get want, in trouble. Yeah, I don't want to be in. I don't want my car keyed or whatever. Yeah, this is uh, National Women's History Month. Right? Well, yeah. she's making history, definitely. You know, <laughs> she's definitely gotten worse off. I mean, you know, and it reminds point. me of my granddaughter because my granddaughter loves to come out of my my cave, and she'll put on my headphones and turn the keyboard on and she's just singing away and she doesn't know the words and you know, she's making up her own stuff. And 
That's so, cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Well, you would think they they would have maybe practiced once. Before. Um, you would have I thought know. they auditioned. Yeah, or something. Know? Yeah. Maybe or, maybe the like real talent first time. called in sick. Well, this this definitely reminds me of that one moment where you know parents put their child in a spot where they wished that they had made when they was a child. So living vicariously through your child. Yes, yes that's yes. what I'm looking at here. You uh -huh. know, because you know, first of all, the just to say it. She has balls to be able to go in front of oh, 30,000 people and sing the national anthem in the first place. You know, I, I really think that she kind of got set up on failure with this, the organization and her mom, unless, you know, I don't know. May, maybe they were doing a movie shot, you know, when Will Ferrell came out there and started beating on the mascot. <laughs> everybody found, found out it was uh, a scene from a movie that it was staged. It wasn't real. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I have no that, idea. That Mark Wahlberg movie where they're like both, both the step parents. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, two dads or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. But I Daddy's definitely, home. I was yeah, Daddy's <laughs> home. Yeah, Daddy's I will, home. There you go. I will say, uh, I heard that after seeing this, Joelle Embiid wants to challenge her to a singing competition. <laughs> She's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, he won't show up. Hopefully, they He's protect her from all of us. Well, the problem, yeah, <laughs> the, the problem is, is they wanted to have it here in Denver, so he's now he's out. Now again. he's not showing. Yeah, up. he has laryngitis. I. <laughs> That's what the report is. Joel yeah, Embiid. I think the hopefully the parents protect her from like the ridicule because you know bullies are bad and she's gonna get bullied There's for this. Like, oh, man, it's already, you know, it's she's gonna late. be like it's, forty it's with a dress, out. still holding the dress, and you know, crying about it. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be ruthless. like therapy. Ruthless yeah, at her school. yeah, they're sure. gonna be ruthless. If that got posted to Instagram too, like the comments, the comments are probably just oh, like, it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Even like the news page that I saw posted oh, it said it said Fergie 2.0. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the caption was like eight year old I, girl. I think that's still better than Fergie because like what Fergie, you're like an actual musician. Yeah, Fergie's like, yeah. a professional. That's a, like, that's an eight year old. Call your slack. This is an eight year old girl, you know, singing in front of like nearly twenty thousand people. Yeah, that's probably the biggest, most stressful event of her life. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, my hat's off to her that she did, yeah. did it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I can never say that I sing the national anthem at a, a sports team game. I mean, in some people's life, that's considered a bucket list item. Yeah, you know? let alone a school it's assembly. A <laughs> and, you know, and me and CV was talking last week because, you know, we started going through the assignment and stuff. And, you know, it's. It's totally different from, you know, when you just get on the mic compared to when you're doing this routine. Like, we don't know how long she's been singing. You know, yeah, this yeah. could have been, you know, everybody has their one event. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and, and, uh, and, and talk bad about her. You know, I just, I, I found it funny. I found it real funny that she was singing and you know i wasn't gonna say anything and i you know man i love it i love it when you're on the radio and they don't text you the phone line they text you as a person to 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 talk stuff on the text yeah because he was talking about 
he hated it. Uh, his stepdad hated it when Roseanne Barr did the national anthem. Yeah. And, you know, th there was a lot of pushback with Roseanne when she did that, remember? But I don't think there's so much pushback on this because she's That's so young. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, Roseanne's an adult. She knew right. that. You know, this little yeah, girl was just purpose. trying her heart out. Yeah, you know? and Roseanne was purposely disrespectful. Yes, purposely. She just thought that she was putting a little twang on it, I think. Yeah. And it, was that before or after she got kicked off her show? Oh, way before. Oh, way before. Way before, okay. yeah. Way before. And like and 20 years before. And what are the particulars behind that? Why did she get kicked off? Because she's... She made some comments. She's very political. Yeah. yeah. It she's... was actually not even as bad as like comedians. No, right? but yeah, see... It, when, you... when she was in that spotlight. Yeah. yeah. When, when, you, when you talk politics with, with, with people, I mean, you are in... War, you're you're in warning of like just totally shutting that person down. Okay, for example, if you came in here with a New England Patriot jersey, no matter what, I I would look at you a lot different compared if you was a Denver Bronco fan because my my brain thinks the NFL. There's people that think politics, you know. So as soon as you say that you're a Democrat or you're yeah, a Republican, yeah. oh. That, that's it. Yeah. I tell you, key thing, if you want to get out of jury duty, not only do you not dress up, but tell them that you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> or tell them that you're a Biden supporter. You'll get thrown off that jury faster than anything. Really? Because Oh, yeah, because you've already... You brought politics into it. Yeah, you yeah. already set, you know... They want somebody that's going to take the job serious. Yeah, be unbiased. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if you sit there being all opinionated, then, you know, they don't they don't want the high school group, you know, mm -hmm. they don't want the, the high clicking. school plastic to be commenting on somebody's, you know, life or whatever, you know, they're in there for. So Political mean girls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... That's uh, that's we we derailed really big time, caveman. You should have said something. <laughs> oh, we were we still got blame him. There you go. Fifteen. Blame him. So it, on, we are. Uh, oh yeah. Well, we're like 44, 45 minutes past the hour. Before we go on break, kind of, uh, kind. Of Kind of set us up for this team. Okay, so man. our guest speaker today is Dave Harris. Um, Dave. He's an Army veteran. Uh, he's been with, I'm not sure exactly how long he's been with Golf for the Disabled. Um, uh, we met a couple years ago. Great guy. Um, got the gift of gab. Uh, he loves to uh, tell his story and, and talk about, you know, golf and, and helping veterans learn how to play the game of golf. So, Looking forward to this interview. Should be interesting, and he's going to actually be in studio. Sweet. So we don't get that. We don't get that privilege very often. No, we don't because nice. people are, they 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 so some people are just too lazy to come in. They want to do it virtually, and we're like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's so much fun here in the yeah, morning. No. Don't you agree? Oh, I think we've got donuts. You <laughs> know, no, no other place I'd rather be. Uh, I mean, hey, it was nice when I showed up. Everybody's here. I was like, oh my god, party! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six a.m. party. Right. <laughs> you know, if 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 they had like uh, you know, they have strip clubs. We we'd have a strip thing here. We need and, a, and we need a pole. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, <laughs> invited a couple pythons. You know, I'm sure her husband would love that. What are you thinking, H? Uh, hey, so we're going to go on our music break. Uh, so uh, we got that interview at the top of the hour. And we want to give a huge shout out to Timothy Herrick for tuning in, for listening. You are listening to the station of Giving Veterans a Voice. You're listening to MBR, The Rebel Experience. More to come. Stay tuned.
the fact that uh, our patriotism in America is dwindling, I really wanted to start the American AF movement. Freedom is fragile, very fragile. It takes a certain level of intestinal fortitude to stand up and say and do the right thing to preserve the freedoms that so many have paid a large price for. American Tactical. American as f Department of Veterans Affairs. For PSAs on the best services available to veterans, go to VA's new radio outreach page news.va.gov slash outreach slash radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Revel Experience. We're back in studio live here, Denver, Colorado, on a beautiful day. Uh, we're going to have great weather for the next couple of days, and it's supposed to get cold again, but Anywho, our guest is here today, Dave Harris from Golf for the Disabled. Thank Welcome you so in. much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, Dave, I'm not sure. Tell, kind of tell us how long have you been with Golf for the Disabled, and can you give us a little background, like who started it and how long has it been in existence, things like that? Yeah, this uh, organization started over 30 years ago by a fellow named Dick Hartman, and I had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, he passed away a couple years ago, unfortunately. I remember Dick. Yeah. Really great guy. Excellent. Uh, probably no better teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I met, uh, I was at the driving range at Broken Tea where we have our clinics and I was hitting some golf balls. This is before my back injury, but hitting some golf balls. And right next to me was a guy named Ken Polanski. I think I got that right. Um, and we just started talking, and one thing led to another, and here I am. He was—he's the president of Golfer Disabled right now. Okay, yes, I know Ken well. Yes. Um, yeah. What is his name? Pulaski. Polanski, Pulaski, something, something like, like that. that yeah. <laughs> Sorry if we got he, it wrong. He's a—he's a, he's a, a German-Mexican, so you'll—you'll <laughs> you'll forgive us if we can't—can't can't pronounce his name right. If we got it wrong, blame him. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the questions, like the number one question that is asked by me all the time when I go to like golf events is, you know, what what equipment? Because there's special equipment that you have for people that are paraplegic that helps them golf. Can you tell us a little bit about that uh, that equipment? Awesome question. Actually, we just purchased another, they're called paragolfers. Now the newest cart is made in the USA. The other two that we purchased were made in Germany. And they're called paragolfers and they're set up for anybody in a wheelchair or who has a major disability as far as, you know, trying to get around and, and not very mobile. And they sit in this chair and we strap them in. And then the chairs lift straight up to almost a standing position. And then they can actually have almost a real golf swing. Yeah. Let's get you a That's little bit closer cool. to the mic. Oh, okay. Let's get you a little bit closer. Everybody said I had a big mouth, so I had to be careful. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, Ken Pieski. Pieski, okay. There you go. Thanks for checking. Yeah. 
we don't want to we don't want to muddy the waters. Ken's a great guy. Now, is this the the golf the golf adapter tool that I'm talking about? Is this something that your organization has, or do they have certain like location golf courses that you know that have that machine? And you have to kind of go where the machine is. Unfortunately, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, some courses uh, offer uh, some type of a cart for the handicap, but it's it's few and far between, which is, is unbelievable to me. You know, and and it's good that you brought that up, H, because you know, most, if not all, golf courses love to toot their own horn and say, "Oh, we're ADA compliant." We we embrace the adaptive golf. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. We run into this problem almost every time we go to play golf. Uh, you know, Keith, he's above the knee amputee. Um, recently, we went to Buffalo Run. I hate to call him out, but we went to Buffalo Run. We made the reservation. We told him that he was above the knee. They said, no problem. We got there, and they said, nope, cart path only. And they wouldn't even give him 90-degree rule, which means you park 90 degrees to your ball, and that way you minimize the amount of they wouldn't they wouldn't bend it off so we had to end up going to a different golf course and wow. that yeah. is completely against ada law i mean well, we have and, to make and, reasonable accommodations and to be honest with you that's kind of completely unprofessional yeah, as yeah. well you uh, know i mean duty and ableist oh yeah and they were saying yeah, the reason yeah. why, oh, it kills the grass like well dude the that's grass is dormant thing. right now i mean there's yeah. it's already dead well the fact of the matter like these carts i was just explaining to you about you can take those anywhere on the course and legally through the disabilities act, you're allowed to drive those anywhere on the yeah. course. So, so somebody with disabilities can have just as much fun as people that can get around. Mm -hmm. And good. so it's, it's pitiful. It really is. pitiful, And, and it is a game changer. So it's, it's a mm -hmm. pity that not a lot of the uh, courses or very few of the courses have them. And I know they're not uh, cheap. I know they're very expensive, but, um, yeah, it's it's definitely not something that's ubiquitous with with golf. They're very expensive. They're very expensive, and you know, I I, I think that I speak for all of us. We have that one friend that they should have had a license to be able to drive a golf cart because they either <laughs> like try to run you over or <laughs> you know or, or, the or reason why that you're not being in the cart yet, fully in the cart. We laughed, but we had a we had a friend that was using this. Um, that the adapted to the machine or whatever, and they thought you know since it was big it would go over everything. Well, they they tipped it, oh, wow. and it went into the pit. He was okay. He was laughing his ass off, but we were like trying to get it so that. When you say pit, you mean the sand trap or what? Yeah, yeah. It Down just it, we he went up this hill and it just it just landed landed wrong, so it like flipped. I don't think we told them about it. Uh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't even talk about it. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, while we're here, I'm going to apologize to a course where my brother-in-law drove through their fence. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name the course. And uh, I still have PTSD from that. Can we apologize? There was no drinking involved. Oh, yeah, I can sleep good now. It just brought up the memories. <laughs> it was like a <laughs> and we played really bad that day. <laughs> my dad let like 13-year-old me drive the, the golf court kind of around one time when he took me golfing with him on a, a business trip. And this was at like a course that they, ho they host a PGA event at. <laughs> um, 
in Louisiana. I'm like, I don't know whether he was thinking letting 13 year old me drive it, but I didn't do too bad. I did like accidentally back it into the cart behind this one time, but. Uh, well, everybody that, does that. That's your root. That's the break-in ritual. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's right of passage there. So, Dave, what's your role with golf for the disabled? What, what, what's, what's, I just sit there and look pretty. No, uh, <laughs> I, I actually uh, I help. Uh, actually, what had happened is like a year or two because I've been with them seven years now. So, uh, the first couple years. Another guy was helping Ken do the setup. He was like his right-hand man. And one day he just got fed up. You know, he was an older gentleman and he got fed up and decided uh, he wasn't going to do it anymore. And poor Ken, you know, Ken's in his seventies now and, you know, he needs help. I mean, this isn't, you know, it isn't something one person can do, even a younger person. Um, so we, uh, I just happened to fall into that position and I've been his right-hand man ever since. That's awesome. And so what I do is uh, we've had groups of people where it was just Ken and I, and you know, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, getting the range balls help trying. And I like to focus and give everybody equal time. And if we don't have enough volunteers, we can't do that. So I'm, I'm right now, I'm going to say, go to golferdisabled.org. And sign up to be a volunteer. It's it's a wonderful experience. I'm about so I get teary thinking about it. Uh, it's a wonderful experience, and um, you need you need to try it. If you have time on your hands and want to make the place a better world, what come to golfordisabled.org. What kind of things do the volunteers do? Uh, we do everything. Uh, in the mornings when we get set up, we got to set up, you know, uh, canopies, make sure we have water. Uh, we've had people coming to this. Uh, one of the kids, Michael, he's been coming for, oh, I think like 20 years. Well, yeah, because yeah, you help uh, people of all disabilities. I've seen kids out there that aren't veterans. Right. That are in wheelchairs or that have, you know, muscular dystrophy or what have you. And, yeah, you guys, so you guys extend that out to um, all – people with disabilities which is awesome and you know i i always like to say uh those are tears of passion because you're passionate about mm -hmm. this dave and that's why you get choked up and i and i'm right there with you and that's why you know i i've been with golf disabled participant for about five or six years and and now i kind of try to meet the you know the role of an instructional assistant or what have you because trying to really yeah that's not what i'm seeing <laughs> no, but, uh, just kidding just kidding but uh yeah just trying to uh you know help the next guy that's new to the game so well, do you need any experience at all in golf to do this or zero oh, actually okay. we like people that are brand new because you collect a lot of bad habits along yeah, the way yeah. i did myself i'm sure vince did um we yeah. like them fresh Yes. We like them coming in, uh, not knowing a thing. and Unmolded. Let me tell you, try to tell you a quick story. So a couple of years ago, we were on the course and a blind person wants to play golf. So Ken looks at me and says, okay, go ahead and teach him. I'm like, wait, huh? wait a second, what do I do? So he gave me a few tips on what to do and two or three sessions later, this guy was hitting the ball. Wow. Wow. It was incredible. I mean, just think about it. I mean, the ball's hard enough to hit when you got 20, 20 vision. 
Yeah. And you get in there and you just go, you do everything by feel. And there was another blind golfer we had. Uh, we play a, every year we do a play date with all the, all the disabled golfers. And we have a play date par three at Broken Tee Golf Course. And um, this blind guy, he got three pars. Wow. So you can imagine trying to putt. You got to rattle the hole for him and everything. This guy got three pars. It's, they, I mean, it's incredible. They say you take away one sense and all your other ones are heightened. heightened yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's amazing. And I guess the other thing I should can say is it's not just about the golf. I mean, they love it. We, they love to be, you know, they love the, the advice we try to give them. But the biggest thing is the camaraderie. Yeah. These guys, some of them don't even, they hit a few balls, but then they sit and talk. Yeah. Um, you know, a veteran's been through a lot. Yeah, that's that's so true. And 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 I think that's something we talked about earlier about, you know, you miss that camaraderie. So um it's nice to get back in touch. Just it's just nice to get out of your house, you know, right. and 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 get out of your comfort zone. Cause if it's something that you're new to, you're definitely gonna get out of your comfort zone. But and we, that- we we use an analogy here that like when you're a part of a military group when you're a part of a team it's like going to the super bowl you know and those people that 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 team with the super bowl they're like family for life because they've been through a championship team they've they've been through their war and you know once we've been through our war with our battle buddies and you know they're they're no longer here you know we, we, we feel lost, you know, kind of like when we lose a, a mother or father, we, we feel lost. We, we don't have much guidance. So we try to attach to the first thing that we can. And that's why I love how this group has came together. And that's what you're, you're showing on the course. And uh, as, it's just amazing that it's just amazing that, uh, not only there are nonprofits that do that, but it's just amazing that uh, we're we're blessed to be a part of that. Yeah, I've only golfed like a couple times. Come on the, out. The one thing that I loved about it is just being outside. It's beautiful. It like, is. It's really gorgeous. It's quiet. It was very serene. I, that's what I liked the most about it when I did play. And we've had people, uh, you know, they bring their, their uh, sons and daughters or their wife. And sometimes they want to play. And if we have the time and, you know, we don't have very many people, we help them too. So it's not like, you know, the veterans' uh, spouses are just as important as the veterans Mm -hmm. because they go through a lot, um, you know, in in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, Yeah, I always say uh, a a significant other uh, served as well. Exactly. But they're always higher ranking. Yes, <laughs> always hiring. Now the Go women's month. My, my, <laughs> yeah. The the one of the questions that I wanted to ask, and you might have already covered it, and I just I missed it. But we know that you have to have some kind of a disability. What is the criteria on being involved mentally, physically, anything? Okay. I mean, we're not. We just want everybody to get together. So, in other words, H train, you're in. <laughs> Got it. You qualify. I mean, I made. I mean, look at me. I made it. <laughs> there we go. No, no, but I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed 
my friends always told me, Dave, you're a better teacher than you are a golfer. So after hurting, here, my friend. <laughs> after hurting my back and, and uh, not being able to play, uh, this is the next best thing. And I'm glad I, I'm glad I joined this group. It's, it's wonderful. And is it, so is it for disabled vets and disabled civilians too? Like if you're yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but the volunteering really. is anybody. Actually, anybody yeah, anybody can volunteer. You don't need to play golf or you don't need to know golf. You just need to know people and mm-hmm. want to help people. And, and the biggest thing is this thing started out, I think, um, Ken, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I think it started out with children a lot of disabled children who've been through a lot too. And then it just kind of grew into the vets and the, we, we got the VA on board. And as soon as we got the VA on board, you know, we've been getting a lot more people. Nice. So, but the, like I say, I'm going to probably preach this till uh, my eyes turn blue and they are blue already <laughs> uh, that we really do need volunteers. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody, because we need somebody that can help Ken and help me, you know, Ken's getting older and, uh, we just, I'll preach again. We just need volunteers is that it, are, that are, uh, reliable. Is it prim- primarily on the weekends or throughout the week or what's no, it's, uh, it's going to be on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and yes. Wednesdays. And how long do you volunteer for like hours? Just figure a couple hours. Okay. And it's a broken tea golf course over off of Oxford and Santa Fe. Okay. Um, People drive, we've had volunteers drive from up in the mountains before to help. So, yeah. CZ, that's an awesome opportunity. That's because, what I was already thinking about. Because you, yeah. know, you know what it is on golf oh, courses, people yeah. that have money. Yeah, hey, she's hi- I'm already on my way. Hey, she's hired. You're hired. I'm hired. The pay the pay's great. Yeah. The pay's really good. <laughs> the oh, pay man. comes in, in tears of joy. No, I, that's I, a, I like that's it. the pay. I, I, so no, your passion for it, it made me already want to sign up. So I had a good friend, uh, Dave Troyer, and he was a manager over at Common Ground Golf Course. And he told me that, you know, deals and and contracts have been made over the golf course. And I'm like, what? Okay, whatever. You know, and he's like, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story, true story. And I'm like, okay. He's like, John Elway was on the greens with Peyton Manning, and they made a like a bet or whatever, if, if he made this hole, he would stay here in Denver and he would play. But if he missed it, then he would give his ownership to Manning so that because Manning wanted to do an NFL team. Well, luckily for Elway, he made that putt, and that's the reason why he's uh, was a Denver Bronco <laughs> and a quarterback. Oh yeah, multi-million dollar deal. Yeah, of course, dude. I mean, hey, I got some cruises. You guys can go. <laughs> yeah. right. I got a lot of beautiful yeah. golf courses. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. How come nobody ever offered me a deal like that? To putt? <laughs> right. I was just wait till after the show. But then, <laughs> so if you don't, if you don't mind, I'll go into the kind of the uh, curriculum we have. Yes, yes. Uh, so normally, if we have enough volunteers, here we go again. Uh, that we have a station for putting. Then we have another station for chipping and pitching. And then we have another station on the driving range. The, the problem is it was getting a little out of hand because people would get on the driving range. All they wanted to do is hit their driver. So we've tried to create some kind of a curriculum to, uh, so, you know, they're hitting their irons one week, 
you know, they're hitting their, their mid irons the next week and then the driver, cause it was starting, starting to just get, people would come down just to hit balls and there wasn't any, any structure. Right. Um, so we've kind of gotten that down, but there, so those, we have those three stations if we have enough volunteers. Um, and one thing we other, uh, other thing we started where, where I, Vincent said to come on the show is um, I wanted to do a winter golf league. And so I spoke with Tan, uh, Ken and we got a grant to help, you know, help pay for things. Cause you know, this is a, this is a charitable organization. We don't have, it's not like we, we have money rolling in. Right. Uh, right. If yeah. we don't have it in the bank, it's called the CEO's wallet. Right. And you know, <laughs> go to golfordisabled.org If, if you're not interested in volunteering, at least please make some kind of a donation. Yes. I mean, veterans, we, we'd probably be speaking Chinese right now it wasn't for veterans that's just my opinion so um so we started this winter golf league and everybody loved it yeah it was great it, if, it, if the uh at top, top golf, golf. Oh, hey nice. everybody's going winter we just saw a video on the sports crew on their show on wednesday sports t uh, hgtv sports in the cave and uh caveman was showing us ice football that stuff is uh, hilarious. German. <laughs> they wear football helmets, hockey pads. I was like, and are they bowling shoes on ice. Yeah, bowling shoes. And that it's like just regular football that you're on a hockey rink. Shortened field. <laughs> bowling uh, shoes, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's so it, they, they can't get traction, so right. they're slipping around. Right. Oh, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, funny to say that because I bowl on Friday afternoons and I just recently bought my own shoes because they the shoes they have at the, at the, at the alley are just horrible. And man, they were so slick, man. I almost busted. <laughs> I was like, man, these are slick. But so that that must be pretty hilarious to see. They're like on their tippy toes so they didn't slide. It was like they're walking, but they're like full sprinting That's down the ice. Oh, wow. It's hilarious. It's so funny watching them trying to make it a cut because they're like they're all like trying to pull up and they're like slipping like this. And then like sometimes the defender can't stop. So the guy just the, the ball carrier just like has to like push him aside. And keep going. It's it's really funny. So it's more for to be funny. Kind yeah, of. I, yeah, I don't think it's goofy. It, it's yeah. mostly comprised of like German like pop stars yeah. and like entertainment figures and that. Yeah, I was gonna say We're, Russians, but because it's so cold up there. Yeah. But <laughs> actually, um, there I don't know if anybody here is familiar with the, the band the Bloodhound Gang, but um, oh sure, I'm young enough. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah, I got all their vinyl albums. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, evil jared he he actually was on one of the teams so you, you you've been doing this for for many years what is the most memorable moment that you've had with one of the you know disabled vets that just that just keeps making you want to do it over and over and over oh, again man i've had several right i can't just Paint a picture to us. Give I can't us just one. Well, like the blind guy. I mean, that's it's it's amazing. <laughs> and then when we go on the play date, and you know, golf is you could hit a million crappy shots, but you hit that one good one, you're back on the course. Yeah. And so these guys, back. yeah, these guys, they love that. I mean, just. When you're teaching them how to swing and, and it's their very first time and they make that contact, that perfect contact with the ball, 
not much I can say about that. I right. mean, it's uh, it's heartwarming. And the smiles. Yeah. The smiles when when one person makes a really good shot every and other people see it, it makes everybody smile. It's uh, just a good experience. Just a good experience. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Yeah, Got thanks for asking. For what's the What's the furthest drive you've ever seen somebody oh, hit, boy. and oh, the yeah. longest putt you've seen somebody hit while you're teaching? A better question would be, "What's your worthless or furthest slice?" That That would have been a better question. Well, see, and here's the thing: that's a good question, but we don't really focus on that. Okay, we focus on the basics because we don't want. You know, you could go to golf tech and get analyzed until until you're green in the face, blue in the face, red in the face, whatever. We don't do that. We stick to the basics. And these disabled golfers, because some have prosthetics, some can hardly walk, and 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 the mental side too. You know, golf is a. If you take away the physical, golf's mostly mental. It's at eight inches between your ears. Yeah, uh, that's where golf. And it gets these guys out of their their bad place and puts them in a good place because all they're thinking about is golf because you have to. And uh, these guys, so we don't really focus on, you know, we love to see people hit the ball far, but we're into accuracy and rhythm. And, and we just try to teach the basics. You know, just you think about being out there and you're you have a prosthetic. Now we had did have a lady, she had two legs, two arms, all prosthetics. I have actually have a video on my phone. I should have came early and we could have posted it, but it was amazing watching her. Amazing. Just imagine that. Two legs, two arms, hitting the golf ball pretty darn good. That's cool. That is powerful. Yeah. It is powerful. That golf gets people out of their realm, gets them out of the day-to-day grind, and you know, even even if you're not disabled, golf yeah, does that. It, it it kind of forces you to be away from like your electronics, your your phone and stuff, unless you have one of those phones that's like an automatic GPS and it pinpoints. But right. other than that, I I when I am on the golf course, I I really get lost in the course and stuff and you know the reason why i like golf so much is you know it was kind of like that trigger squeeze you know yeah you, you hit the ball you feel that power it's really you, satisfying. You know, yeah you get it's like you're saying with the perfect swing like the sound take a little chunk of the grass with it <laughs> it's satisfying to watch that you know right away you know right away if you've hit a good shot i mean Again, you know right away when you hit a bad shot (laughs) as you're chasing your club into the lake. Right. right. (laughs) No, golf is, uh, it's, uh, it's hectic. And if, if you don't mind, I want to read a quote from Bob Hope. Oh yeah. You got a second? Go for it. I don't, I haven't memorized it yet. There's nothing like the sound of that ball going to the cup. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's just nothing, (laughs) that noise, that, that. That, and you look on your club and, and you hit and it like right CG in the face. said earlier about you know it just it's nice to be outside. When I walk up to a golf course and I see, I, I just get a smile on my face because it's just such a beautiful. They take such, you know, more some more than others, but they take such immaculate care of the course and it's just yeah, it's green, a lush, place. Yeah, landscape. It's just it just brightens my day the minute I see, I see a course. Just being outdoors. Well, I'd like to read a quote from Bob Hope. I don't know if 
any of you know who Bob Hope is. The younger, <laughs> the younger ones might not. But here's a quote from Bob Hope. And he actually, they named a uh, tournament after him and everything in Palm Springs. That's where he he liked to, he lived in Palm Springs. And so golf is a hard game to figure. One day you will go out and slice it and shank it, hit it into all the traps and miss every green. The next day you will go out for no reason at all and you really stink. That, that's golf. Yeah. That's golf in a paragraph. That's yeah. great. And, you know, Bob used to do USO mm -hmm. concerts all the time, uh, 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 appearances all over the world. I mean, he was huge with about veterans and military that's active duty. Big and, time. Um, so, yeah, so he's one of our uh, – another national hero that, that uh, really – uh promoted and was a proponent of our military and our veterans we need them we need them we need to keep the word out because uh you know before desert storm and all those other uh wars thereafter the veterans did get much kudos after that people started real life i think 9 11 really really hit the nail on the head about you know what what we do our support of, of, of yeah of our troops yeah. but is it just me or does it seem like people are starting to forget mm -hmm. I, I, again you know i mean it's unfortunate that here pretty soon i mean we're gonna be at war and you know people are gonna have to learn to okay i guess we do need to be appreciative now because you know if you don't go to war, then my son has to go to war yeah. kind, of, kind of thing. So I think I think it's starting back up to where they are getting ready to appreciate us. But I, I do feel sometimes, and I don't know, that's why I'm asking you, do you feel sometimes that the appreciation has really died off the last three years? Well, appreciation, you know, depends on the person. Some people just do it because everyone else is doing it. You know, remember when they had those stickers yeah. and those magnets? Right after the and, and then everybody and their brother had the magnets. Uh, do something like this. It doesn't have to be golf for disabled. Do something like this. That'll make your, that'll change your mind about everything. Because all, all, everybody's, and the Vietnam vets, they really got hosed. Yeah, they did. Um, I think about them every day. And when I go to the VA uh, to get my medical care, I meet a lot of uh, Vietnam vets. And those guys, they didn't get, they got zero appreciation. They were just doing their job. Yeah. Just doing their job. I agree. But where would we be without, without all of us, you know? And people tend to forget that in their everyday lives. They do. I, I was reminded the other day that it might not be much to me, but... There's this old woman in a gas station that I go to every, you know, every, like almost every day. And, you know, she reminded me the one day, well, I, I think I talked about this with CG, but she reminded me that me coming in and smiling and just saying hi and saying, see you tomorrow, that gave her something to look forward to. And I didn't realize that until she said that to me. And, you know, that, that, that makes me feel good. You know, I mean, do we want to be 
known in life for our legacy or for how much money we have, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it was nice to be reminded, and I think I think we all need to remind people um, that stuff because we, I, I think we, I, I do, we we forget it. And we're not, you know, like you said, we're not giving that any importance like we should. Because like you said, a smile, a, a salutation goes a long way for a lot of people, man. It goes a long way, you know, just being acknowledged, you know, because a lot of us feel invisible in society, you know, forgotten in society. And it's nice to be, you know, it's kind of like if, if you have, if you're, if you're married, have kids and have, you have grandchildren, you know, it's like when I see my grandkids, they just brighten my whole day. You know, I'm just like, oh my God, they're here. You know, I just love being around them. Love being a grandpa. Bumpo. They call me Bumpo. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so when I when I say golf for disabled, you know, you'll see these guys that they look totally healthy, great shape. You know, they got PTSD. That's sometimes that's worse than than a physical disability. Mm -hmm. So they they and they love coming just to get stuff off their chest. Yeah. And talking to other vets with similar experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's priceless. I, it really is priceless. I'll just sit there and listen sometimes. It's hard for me to sit and listen because I like to talk, yeah. but but uh, just listen to some of these vets and and experience, you know, hear what they experienced. It's is uh, some of them pretty, they're pretty amazing. Pretty well, amazing. I got a 10 month old son, so he needs to start doing something to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get him into golf well, by free. He'll there, be there he'll is be like, uh there is some laws, you know, you can only be you have to be 16 or <laughs> well, we just want to get him, you know, talented. Some well, we need to put a golf club in his hand. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You can take pictures of his feet. They have a <laughs> oh my god. Some uh, people walk away. There's a line one. and it just yeah. got crossed. <laughs> That's too much well, we're, <laughs> we're not even in the same zip code as the line they, anymore. Didn't they say, um, what's his name, son? Was, I was on the court at like three or something. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods. Tiger son. Woods' son, yeah. yeah. So That's you never what we know. Were about last Tiger was too. His dad had him out Future golfer. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was on the, uh, if I remember correctly, I think he was on the Mike Douglas show. He was like three years old. Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah. You're right. And he was just whacking away at the ball and everything. Yeah, I, I see that, like these parents that they have, well, they have kids and they call it like they get them in the basketball. They call it Project LeBron. Yeah, they was just trying to get their kid to, to have that that be that next great sports sports. But listen, figure. if my son's With not good at golf, I'll tell him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll let him know. There you the, go. the girl that could sing. <laughs> That's funny. I you 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 missed it, but one of our segments was dropping the mic, and it just so happened that there was a little girl this last week, this last weekend that was playing the national anthem singing during the, the yeah singing the national anthem during a Pacers game, and you know I, I saw a meme that hey, can we finally normalize? Telling our kids the truth from now on. Yeah, uh, you know what? Golf's not your thing, or yeah. singing's not your thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, hey, and let's V and C. You guys have any more questions? We're gonna hit the time to shine. Uh, I kind of have a, just not a question, but just kind of some information for okay. Dave. So, Dave, uh, there's another. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, PGA Hope. 
Yep. Or another a veteran program um, uh, that helped uh, veteran, disabled veterans. You mean there's others? And, and yeah, another disabled <laughs> people. Uh, so it stands for uh, Helping Our Patriots Everywhere. And I'm affiliated with them as well. And they have started, they started Indoor League last year. And this year, uh, we did it at Golf Tech last year. And, and so just for, uh, you know, just for FYI for you guys, um, they have a golf simulator at the Buckley Air Force Base. And they have an indoor league that currently Keith, you know, Keith, mm-hmm. Keith and I are participating in. Um, and you can't beat the price. It's free. So, um, okay, so we can fun. talk off air and, and, and get more information about that for next year. So, you know, you guys can save a little money and basically it's pretty simple you just have them go there they have a sign up time uh and you sign up a team it's a two-man scramble and and then they run the whole show and you don't really have to be involved so i mean you can show up if you want but i'm just saying just just fyi i'm just glad there's a lot of a lot of other uh organizations that help help the veterans okay so Dave, we've reached the uh time to shine so this is your time to shine I thought I was. So just, was Dave, fine. anything we didn't cover or anything that's just, you know, you're just burning to tell us about and uh, and here's your time to shine. Military-wise or golf-wise? Anything you would like. Yeah, this is your two-minute platform. Yeah, let's, let's do golf-wise. Well, I didn't write all this down. Because <laughs> the next segment will be on military, so. Yeah, let's stick to the golf because you're going to be our first. He's going to be our first recipient for Soldier Spotlight. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, tell us tell us anything about the golf program that we might have not covered, or um, you know, how about you? How long have you been playing golf? Uh, playing or actually halfway decent at it. No, mm-hmm. uh, I've been playing golf since I was probably 18, and I'm I'll be 60 this year. Wow. Um, and I fell in love with it. I, I didn't really ever have a teacher. Uh, you know, your, your buddies were your teacher, which yeah. never try that at never home, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Never do that. The same way. Um, I should have taken lessons early on, but, you know, we were just going out for fun. We weren't trying to break records or trying to make the tour. We were, we were I mean, it's it's great camaraderie for everybody when you're, you know, let's go play golf. People are like, oh, it's four or five hours, but it's four or five hours of, of being outdoors and having fun and and to get these kids and these veterans, disabled people out there is just, it's a thrill. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't say it enough. Can't say it enough. So it's their time to shine. Not really mine. And do you know of courses in the metro area that are, that are veteran friendly? That... No, you, you have to call because like you were saying with Buffalo run, um, they all have their own criteria. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you come to Broken Tea, where where we have our carts, we're trying to trying to do a deal where you could actually use the cart. But the problem is, we've had it used before, and somebody damaged it. And you know, these carts you're talking twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. And so we need to, you know, you got to get lawyers involved and everything when you try to let somebody use your cart. So that's still in the making. We'll see how that turns out, but but we're hoping that you know if you come to Broken Tea you and you're in a wheelchair you'll be able to use one of those paragolfers. Yeah. But and and that's what's nice about that part three at, at Broken Tea is that it allows carts. That's not 
very common and that's right. nice especially if you're in a wheelchair they allow the carts to you know on the part three which is they have cart pass and everything so it's really nice but if you're disabled you should be able to use a, a cart anywhere anywhere right. anywhere yeah. right even on the greens yep okay. even on the greens um exactly. because they don't like you driving on the greens but they have big tires on these so it doesn't especially designed right for so doesn't do much damage so why don't they put that tires on a just a normal right, cart right, you know yeah, right. Right. because we're talking about people that run through fences and so no randy age <laughs> a lot of randys i hope right no so it's their it's it's their time to shine they uh they i mean they love it and i love it and that's that's all there is to it. And you know, Dave, and I'm sure you can attest to this. There's nothing better than giving back and volunteering of yourself. You know, it's great to, and it's important to donate. But to me personally, I get no better gratification than than giving of myself, my my time, my talents, to uh, to some other recipient. Um, I have a soft spot for veterans. That's why I'm involved with this podcast but uh yeah it, it you never get an unhappy recipient you know i mean you they always leave with a smile on their face you know you made their week you made their day um and it, you get way more out of it than than you give so just remember that you get way more out of it than you give right i used to not i used to be a little more selfish no, not you, Dave. Come and on now. No, and I, I was going to say up. when he said talent, you looked at my eye. I'm like, I know well, what yeah. he's thinking. No, I'm I'm a going on six, seven year survivor of pancreatic cancer. Oh wow! And after I had the cancer, I'm like, I need to give back. Yeah, right. You know, things like that change wow. your mindset and change how you feel your about the world. That's yeah, so true. So and true. and it just it's it's just funny. It was I'm hitting golf right next to Ken just out of the blue and we hooked up, we met and i mean just things like that it's it's almost you know god's hit yeah and ken's, really ken's a great guy he's a, he's a character he has a finger his pinky finger goes straight up in the air he played football in yeah. college so the end of his pinky finger goes straight. so when he's like out in public and <laughs> and he holds his glass Everyone thinks he's only twenty because oh he's got his. He's from it's, England. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it, it's not meant to be. It's not on purpose. It's just is he's got a broken finger. And that's <laughs> so. another thing. Now that we brought that up, um, you can also apply to be on the board. You don't have to know golf. You just have to be good administratively. They wanted me to go on the <laughs> board, and I'm like, nah, I want to. I want to teach. I want to be out right? outdoors, but. Ken's getting older, and what I'm my biggest worry is who's going to replace him. Mm -hmm. There may be one guy in line, but um, you know I also worry about the organization just fading away. Right. right. And so, with your help and donations and volunteering, we can try to keep that from happening. Well said. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Well, I didn't even write that down. I know. <laughs> You're a natural. Killing it. Dave, Before you leave, we're going to try to get you to do a show. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife's like, are you going to take any notes? I go, hell no. I'm just going to wing it. Like I always do. That's the best way. That's the best way. So, like Dave, it. we just really appreciate your time. From and, my heart. 
And, uh, you know, coming out today, you know, like I said, it's a special treat having you in studio. We don't get that very often. Well, then where's my paycheck? It's, it's, in, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. It's sitting in that box of donuts yeah. right there. Yeah. That's yeah. what she said. Yeah. yeah, it's in that box of donuts right there. And, and you know, you're, Dave, you're going to stay with us? Yes, for our, for our, we're going to be unveiling our new segment this today called uh, Soldier Spotlight. Hope so I don't gonna, have to take my shirt off for that. No, one. you don't have to, but we're going to learn about your, your service. And what you did, and all the all the, all the gritty details. Drink so, German. Yeah, beer. we don't we don't have a segment picture for that yet. No, well, yeah. I, I want to thank Vincent for having, letting me come on today. Yeah, and uh, yeah. give golf for disabled another voice. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love it, and I appreciate you coming in too. It's so much more fun when you have an in studio. It is. It is. It is really. And I'm going to try to start encouraging that more. <laughs> yeah, yeah I didn't it. want it. It's just not very personal doing it remote. I just. I'm not into that. I agree. And like, there's just, there's more, there's more to it. I mean, like, this is great, but you have a different experience because we're in studio compared to like the virtual. And I've, I've tried to explain that. And, you know, Maverick and Goose, they usually do uh, the show Wednesday night. Uh, it's a political show and they do a virtual and I'm like, why don't you just go over to his house? So he started going over to their house and like their views are getting 800 people oh, watching nice. it and stuff. It's just totally different compared yeah. to in studio. We it's don't have very you. many people because people are sleeping right now, <laughs> but they'll watch it later. Yeah. Yeah. But it's better to be side by side looking mm -hmm. at people where you're yeah. talking instead yeah. of looking into your phone or your computer. I mean, there's no personalization with that. And that's why I, I mean, I'm glad I came in. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And folks just stay tuned. Uh, You're going to pay gonna, for my parking. We are. We are <laughs> parking. Take care of that. Get some donuts. Whoa, whoa. He won't even pay for his. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just parked anywhere. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if nothing further, we'll go to tribute to the troops and, you can stick around with us for the final thoughts and stuff. Okay. Oh, great. he's gonna do a little soldier spotlight. And then okay. We'll All right. Out. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Cool. I'm still on the clock. <laughs> yeah, you're still on the clock. Wow, yeah, my so, butt hurts. Uh, right. Any, yeah. yeah. So tell us Excuse about your background, your military, what you did, things like that. Your success stories, maybe some challenges you're still facing. Okay. You know. Just well, like I went into the service in <laughs> 1983. Um, because the economy was terrible. Mm. I tried to get in the Air Force, but they didn't have the MOS I wanted. So, oh, my, so that means his ASVAB scores were high enough. Right? <laughs> well, no, I wanted to be a truck driver. Oh, I see. So they, yeah, well, and that too. But <laughs> hey, you're, 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 you're talking to a guy that believed 12 Bravo was a chaplain assistant. So we've all been there. So you got suckered. Oh, I got uh, suckered badly. Yeah. But so it just happened to be that my uncle was in the army and he was a recruiter at the time, which was good for me because he, he told me, Dave, this is, you know, what you're going to get. You know, I, I didn't get, he didn't sugarcoat anything. He said, this is how it's going to be basic training, blah, blah, blah. I've always wanted to say that on the radio. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, this is this is what you get. So I'm like, sign as, me as up. As opposed to yada yada yada. Yeah. So I joined. The <laughs> He's looking for that. All right, all right. All right. You know that famous. <laughs> well, wait a sec. That comes at the end. Yeah. 
but I joined in 1983. Um, I wanted to travel the world. Okay. I signed up. I was a 62 Bravo heavy equipment mechanic, which I love to, you know, working on that kind of stuff. And uh, I wanted to travel the world. Well, after basic, you know, you get your, or after AIT and stuff, you get your orders where you go, Fort Carson, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, man. I'm like, well, that's not traveling the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's was down the street, right? But yeah. it, you know what? It ended up being one of my best duty stations. I only had two of them, but it, um, I enjoyed the unit I was in. I enjoyed the work I was in, um, working on heavy equipment. Um, the field exercises were fun, actually fun, um, especially if you're to have the M60. Me and my buddy carried the M60 so we could be away from everybody. Well, every now and then we'd sell some beers uh, to the other troops. But that's what we're aware. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm out, so they can't come after me now. Right. But so, no, I joined in 83. I served at Fort Carson, um, eight companies. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, God, I don't even remember what company I was in. That's sad. That's sad. That explains my age. Um, but I joined, and then I, uh, in 85, I got orders to go to Germany. And I'm like, awesome. I right? get to travel. And I've always been a big beer guy. So I'm like, awesome. I get to travel and drink beer. So. Don't they I, serve at room temperature over there? Uh Depends what room you're in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I went, uh, so I went to Germany in 85. And so the first sergeant was, pick, he picked me up at the airport and was driving me to the base. And lo and behold, my aunt drove by us and she saw us and turned around. Really? I ended up being in the same exact company as my uncle. Wow. I mean, what's wow. the chances hey. of that? Pretty there. weird. Pretty weird. That's wild. Is this yeah. the same uncle that was the recruiter? Yeah, same uh, uncle that recruited me. And he wow. he was doing the he was doing the mess hall, but he was an airborne ranger and stuff also. He did a lot of different things in the military. He's retired, of course. Um so I couldn't believe it. I'm you know, I got family. Yeah. I got family there. So that was really nice. I didn't like the unit I was in. And as a matter of fact, I didn't like the work I was doing. I was working mainly on trucks and Jeeps and all that kind of stuff. And I talked to my uncle just recently. I'm like, could I have gotten out of that? <laughs> he said, yes, because you were not doing your MOS. You, you could have either asked for a discharge or they could have sent you somewhere else. But, you know, I was a kid. I didn't know better. I just was doing my job. Like all of us were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the biggest thing about the military I didn't like they wanted a bunch of things done, but they also wanted you to look pretty. Okay. Right. Do you want the forklift done or do you want me to spend hours in classes and that shine in my boots? You know, uh, that yeah. was my biggest, I mean, it's the military. So maybe uh, the selfishness came in again there, but I would, I would do it all over again. I, I met my wife. She was in my unit. Uh, she was, it's funny. She was in the room right above me or no, I'm sorry, right below me. And so when we wanted to talk, she'd hit the broomstick on the, oh, so we ended up, uh, 35 years later, we're still married and she was, she's a veteran also. Awesome. And That's I, awesome. and I'm a disabled veteran myself. I didn't no, I was in no wars, so I can't claim to that, but you know, whether you were in a war or not, 
there's still always a chance that you might go. Right. I almost went to Honduras. One of I was the second alternate, or I was the first alternate to one of the other mechanics, and he got hit in the face with a sledgehammer. And it, I mean, it messed him up pretty bad. I wasn't there at the time. So, Dave, you're going to Honduras. So I had to go to jungle training, go through all that. The day before we were supposed to leave, they canceled my orders. So, but I learned a lot just from that. I mean, it's just something else in your in your pocket. I think my best, one of my most big, big, biggest successes was people would, uh, even the 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 sergeants and I was a spec four after, after a year and a half. And even the sergeants and stuff would come to me asking me advice on working on equipment. So that made me feel good. I was the second guy out of my AIT, um, cause it was a self-paced course in, uh, Fort lost in the woods. And, um, and then one of my big, biggest successes, we, uh, we had an outing on Pikes Peak and we had to climb Pikes Peak, all the, all our unit. And my buddy and I were the second people up to the That's top awesome. and it, a big snowstorm hit. They had to bring in helicopters and the, the first sergeant uh, got hypothermia. Um, if we wouldn't have been the second people up, we would have, you know, we would have really been caught in that storm. It's a 14er, right? Yeah. And it was in August. Oh, wow. In August. And we would have been the first guys up. And I was from Colorado, so I was already, you know, acclimated. acclimated to the altitude. But my buddy kept getting sick, so so that was probably he, one was, of he was dragging you down. I did. Yeah, it's his fault. I don't even know his name anymore. Well, Dave, that's why we wear red because you know, uh, and it's an acronym that stands for "Remember Everybody Deploys." Well, nobody so. gave me a shirt. Yeah, it's in the ma- that's also in the making. That's a, that's in the, in the making. That's that's yeah. Once we get donations and stuff, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get that. Yeah. Well, had I known, I would have worn red, white, and blue. Oh no worries. You know, there's a lot of people that don't realize that we do uh, Red Fridays, and you so you're not you're not the only one that didn't know about it because. I have a lot of friends that, that don't know about it. Yeah, I, I did remote last week, Dave, and I got chastised, yeah. so I was wearing a green shirt. <laughs> so on, on music break, I had to change my shirts. And... That's why I'm saying you guys never told me. Right. <laughs> Good one. All right. Well, hey, Dave, thank you for coming in. and You're going to so stay much. with us for Final Thoughts. Uh, but it is that time. It's tribute to troops. So I don't, I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. You tell them how my troopers died. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to NBR today as we pay tribute to Chief Warrant Officer 4, Brian Andrew Zemick, 36 of Oxford, Mississippi, who died in a helicopter crash doing a routine training mission in Boonville, Mississippi on February 23, 2024. Zemick was an Alpha Company 1st Battalion, 149th Aviation Regiment. Zemick is survived by his wife and three children. 
Us here at NBR would like to say thank you, Brian Zimick, for your service and dedication to our country. Our thoughts and prayers are with your family, friends, and those who served alongside. Stripes, a hundred stories. It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July. It's some handwritten letters from home. It's some sleepless nights alone. It's his newborn baby he left with his wife. Mr. Red, White, and Blue.
All right. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, the Revel Experience. It's been a great day. We had an in-studio guest, and he is <laughs> our, our first our guinea pig for our new segment, Soldier Spotlight. Very interesting. Appreciate you, Dave, being oh, yeah. honest and uh, brutally honest, I might say, and uh, sharing your experience in the military. I think, I think you know, a lot of people have experiences in the military that maybe didn't pan out the way they thought or it was but it was it's always an adventure so um and we need you to keep signing up yeah and so dave just shared with me on the break that uh, he's going to be gone all of june so we really need i've already enlisted you know uh i have a couple people i'm going to enlist their help uh, i will be there for june to help fill in and we need we need volunteers for especially for june while he's he's out of town so thank you appreciate that all right awesome well it is the final thoughts Strap in. It's the two-minute warning. Sponsored by OperationGoodBoy.com. Use code at checkout. Military discount radio. Basically. <laughs> Timeout. Timeout. Yeah. Uh, two minutes left on the game clock. It's going to be about ten before the game's actually over. <laughs> But, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> time's up. Yeah, time's, time's up. up. Time's up. So, um, so what did we learn today? H, we'll start with you. The biggest thing that I learned today, uh, you know, meeting you for the first time, is I can tell the passion that's in your voice. I can tell the passion that you as a person have, and. I can say that any veteran that's playing with you is going to be lucky the whole entire day because I can tell that you just you have passion of what you're doing, and I I encourage you to keep doing it. You're you're changing lives. You've changed his life, thank and you. I want to thank you for what you do. Is it because his voice cracked, or what was it? No, no. I'll I'll share a little story about Dave. Okay. Last year at the tournament, oh man, have, we don't they, need to they, go there, they, brother. They have a tournament at the end of the at the end of the golf and sable every year, and Dave wasn't playing. He was in a cart, and he was our our peanut gallery. So he imagine this, just picture it. So you're sitting there and you're hitting your approach shot to the green, and Dave's in the golf cart behind you, and you shank the ball. He's like, oh, didn't get a good hold of that one, did you, V? Oh man, that's like, just. Geez, I don't remember moments. doing that. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was. He was on point. I mean, following following groups around and doing being the peanut gallery. So that's that's what I remember from last year's tournament. Wow. <laughs> How about you, uh, Mercury? Uh, well, I I learned that even the blind can play golf. I thought that was like in, really impressive because um, I I haven't golfed a ton, but I've you know I've gone to the driving range a little and and gone to a course once or twice. And just being able to, like, I can see, obviously not great because I have glasses, but I can see decently well. And, like, I have trouble tracking the ball and hitting mm -hmm. it. So just the, the fact that somebody without any sight's able to come out there and and hit it is just really impressive and really a, a testimony to the the strength for the two. That it's amazing. Show. Amazing. Yeah. All right. You're up, Dave, man. Yes, every week I'm pretty much just reminded, like, you remember your veterans and 
that the volunteer work that you can do is going to help them out like tremendously. Like just the little things like going out, even if you're just on the driving range for a little bit, just spending some time with people, making them feel the, making them feel like a person again. It's like, amen. Everybody needs that. Everybody amen. needs that. All right, CG, you're up. Well, I said last week that I didn't want to be the one crying in the corner every show, but it looks like you're going to do that to me. <laughs> wait, wait, that's my job. I was going to say, Dave's right there with you. Yeah, so. I, I gave mean, him like a you, box of tissues. Actually, I went to a really good acting school, Cry University. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, but then, you know, it opened my eyes again to volunteering. I forgot about it. I've done it before for other, you know, things and just put that to the forefront of my mind of how amazing, how helpful that can be to other people as well as how good it makes yourself feel. So, right. Yeah. Well, and everybody gets wrapped up in their everyday lives mm -hmm. and I, I'm lucky to be retired with some people, you know, they have to work and work and work and, but you forget about things like this and yeah, totally. it, it brings you back to a better place in the world. Yeah. Oh, and I also need to plug top golf. They were, Top Golf was wonderful for our winter golf league, and we'll be back. They did we a great job. We need to get them as a sponsor. They, yeah, they, we need uh, to get them as a sponsor. Yeah, they did. I mean, they went above and beyond. They even gave us an extra bay when we only asked yeah. for two, but I wanted an extra bay just to teach guys because some of them were new. And right away, no problem. And you guys so. had a good turnout. Yes, yeah, real good. good There's always yeah. a good turnout for top golf. Yeah, man. exactly. That's like you don't have to. Too. You don't have to carry a bag. You know, you know, you, know, you feel yeah, like you got food and cocktails. You feel like you're in baseball. And, and, and the price this. was right too. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, exactly. Zero. Yeah, normally, that place is really expensive. Yeah, it can it be is. really expensive. And then, and then yeah. Ken took us to a wonderful Chinese restaurant afterwards. Nice. Hong Palace, I think it's called. Hong well, Palace. That's. Uh, Hong, Hong, something like that. Yeah, Hong Palace, I think it was called. good. Delicious, yeah. delicious. So we do things like that That's occasionally. Awesome. And uh, we gave, actually, we gave out prizes for first, second, and third place. So we gave a set of tailor-made wedges for the first place. Wow. We gave a driving mat. It's a special mat. So when you hit it, you can see the plane of your golf club. Uh -huh. You know, it's like an etch-a-sketch. Etch so like, like your swing plane. Right, swing. your swing plane. Okay. And then we gave away a putter, a nice putter. Wow, so, some nice gifts. So we gave gave away some nice gifts, and, and it's thanks to these grants that we get. You know, that's huge. Yeah, the yeah. grants. Yeah, V Square just yeah, took I'm, a grant class. I just took a class. I'm trying to get us up to speed on how to write a, you know, how I can write a grant. And, You're a busy man. Cause, so. I know, yeah, right? He's got yeah. his he's got his hands in the cookie jar. Right. I'm I'm, I'm scared of that will be that that last cookie. You know. <laughs> Right. So uh, thanks for I, doing all that, hey, buddy. Thank you yeah. for, for coming. What I learned is uh, what my mother taught me. My mother has been volunteer for she's 92. She'll be 92 this year. She's been a volunteer for over 40 years. That's wow. Amazing. And I used to scoff at that, you know, when I was working, young father. Mom, you're not getting paid. What are you doing? And then when I retired in 2016, she came to my house oh, one day and she's like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, where are we going? She's like, this is when she was still driving and stuff. She's like, just get in the car. So I get in the car and she took me to volunteer with her and I fell in love, man. I was like, man, this is so yeah. cool. It's what just was so it? Gratifying. We went to the shut-ins and we um, did like a Bible study with them and it was just awesome. It was so cool. It was so cool. So ever since then, I've been 
volunteering in some capacity. And the last, I think, four years has been strictly veterans because that's awesome. you know, I have a soft spot for them. So awesome. Yeah. So you can't, like I said before, I'm, I can only reiterate, you'll get more out of it than you give. There you go, folks. Go to golffordisabled.org. Yes. And sign up, please. Yes. Wow, that sounded like a name for commercial. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> well, you want to close us out, brother? Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, everyone joining us today. We had a great show. We had a great guest speaker today. He was our, our guinea pig for our Soldier Spotlight. And stay tuned for next week. We will have another great guest. Just remember, we are empowering veterans from all walks of life. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Amen. We're here for you, but not for us. Everybody, giving our veterans a voice. Have a good Friday. Hoorah. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment to talk about